0: welcome to the medical management podcast a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry we help uncover resources tools and ideas to help you level up your practice thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy today's program Hello, and welcome to the Medical Management Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Arnoldson. Today, I'm joined by Zeke Cook, one of the co-founders and chief revenue officer over at Swell. Welcome, Zeke. Hey, Jesse. Glad to be here. Yeah, I know. We're so excited to have you here. It's been a couple of months in the making as we were trying to work out a couple of things, but I'm excited to have you on. I think this is a super beneficial... Couple of topics that we're going to go through. So, for our listeners, Zeke, can you tell me a little bit about Swell and what you guys do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, we are a software company that primarily focuses on helping medical clinics basically better communicate and engage with their patient base, and and, and most importantly, help them grow their patient base. So, we offer tools to help uh, acquire new patients all the way to the point of helping convert, you know, traffic from their website or help them engage in what we consider more modern channels like Facebook messaging, Google messaging, text messaging, web chats, and basically bundle that all up into one simple, easy to use software. So that's really what our focus is. And like I mentioned, healthcare is our bread and butter. About 90% of our customer base is in the healthcare space. Uh, Whether you're a dental practice, an oral surgeon, cosmetic surgeon, all the way up to large hospital systems, we pretty much work with everybody.
0: I love it. When I was um, first vetting you guys out, I asked the representative for a couple of references, reference clients I could talk to. And and I got a variety of them across from dental to bigger clinics to smaller clinics. And it was it was amazing to see how consistent the service was across the different specialties and uh, the different sizes. It definitely helped as we were trying to determine if Swell was who we we're gonna go with. But Zeke, tell me a little bit about your, your co-founder's name is Drew, right? Yeah. 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 co
1: founder Drew Sparks. Yep.
0: Drew Sparks. How did you guys come up where did the idea come up for to create this company? And, and just tell me a little bit about the path to startup.
1: Yeah, actually, it's a really random story. Uh, my background is in software. Cruz's background is actually in mechanical engineering. And we lived in the same neighborhood. We had the same breed of dog. We ended up meeting at a park across the street from our houses. And uh, we started you know, throwing out some ideas together. The company I was working at was about to go through an exit company he was working out had, had just got uh, acquired, and we both have this you know different set of skill sets and experiences, but we both knew that we wanted to go take on some, some new initiatives. And so we ultimately put our heads together and realized that there's a huge gap when it comes to helping what we consider local businesses modernize the way they engage with their customers, from the way that they acquire customers to the way that they even collect payments. We just find that, you know typically specifically in the healthcare setting, a lot of healthcare practice or clinics are still pen and paper you know they're not lo- leveraging modern right. software or modern technologies to help optimize the business and so we just thought hey let's build something that we think is valuable that can bring you know basically a, a ton of value to a practice that has not updated the way that they communicate has not updated the way they acquire patients but also doesn't uh, require them to have a phd in data science to get this implemented it's really kind of a plug and play solution so we built swell on the idea that Hey businesses need to adapt to the way that consumers have changed the way they pick providers or pick businesses. We live in a world where convenience wins. And so if you think about like, you know, all the apps on your phone, Amazon, Netflix, you know, Tinder, whatever it might be, like the reality is it's come down to how convenient is it for me to watch a show or find a spouse or order food and have it delivered in 2 hours? Like, you know, that that's just the nature of the consumer today. And we think it's the same for patients. Patients want to find the best provider. They want to do it really quickly and easily, and they want to be able to communicate or book an appointment in seconds without having to call, sit on hold, and jump through hoops that are, are kind of a historic way of trying to, to get in to see their local physician. So that's really what the idea spurred from, and, and that's that's why we created Swell.
0: I love it. I love it. Now, for our listeners, I got the chance to help put in place Swell at one of our clinics and watch kind of the progress. And I'll talk a little bit more about our experience and our success with it a little bit later. But it was really neat to see all the different ways that you guys at swell lay out, you know, how to engage your patient from soliciting them to making their experience a little bit more convenient in and out of the clinic. One of the key areas that we focused on was around uh, positive review generation, trying to get our patients who tell us that they love us and we feel like we're giving a good experience, but we're just not seeing that when it comes to reviews going out on Google. And we're being told more and more that that's where most of our patients are going to vet us out before they come. So we just had a conflict there. We couldn't generate it. We couldn't, but we absolutely needed it. Can you maybe help us, our audience, understand why it's so hard to actually achieve consistent reviews coming through the door. Why Why is it so elusive for us?
1: Yeah, that's honestly a conversation we have multiple times per day. And the reality is this, you know, Jesse, you go to a restaurant, you sit down, you order your burger, you eat your burger and you leave. You know, if that burger was, it was good or satisfactory, you probably just say, hey, that was okay. You eat, you leave, you go home and you never think about it again. What you're probably not doing is jumping on Google or Facebook or Yelp and leaving this positive testimonial so right. everybody else can see it, right? Because you had a good right. experience, it's what you expected. The challenge is though, let's say you had a different experience there. You go to that, that restaurant, you order your burger and you know the waiter is super slow and the burger has a hair in it or they you know overcooked it or something like that. <laughs> then you're likely to be pretty upset. You're like, hey, I just spent $15 for this burger. That you know it was cold when I got or whatever the challenge was. And you're like, hey, no one should ever eat here. And then you jump on mine and then you're a keyboard hero and you blast that restaurant. <laughs> that keyboard then, hero, you know, I like that. <laughs> and then you they never uh, and then you're just basically uh, one negative review, you know, on top of many other negative reviews, because those are the people that usually go out of the way to do it, those who didn't have that right. satisfactory experience. And so the challenge for any business, regardless if they're in healthcare or medical or you know, retail or whatever it might be, is it's really easy to get negative reviews because the people who typically go out of the way to do it are doing so because they have a chip on their shoulder because of an incident. It's really difficult to get those who had a good experience or an experience that was satisfactory to spend 20 seconds, 30 seconds a minute to go out of the way to leave a review unless you make it as convenient as possible. And so that's where we really step in as we think like, hey, most patients who go to a clinic, whether that's a dental practice, a plastic surgeon, you know, all the way up to, you know an ophthalmologist or whatever it might be, the reality is most of those patients have a good experience. That's why they keep going back to that same provider. But getting them to leave a review is a challenge. We come in and we make it convenient for the practice to now ask for a review by automating that and doing it through primarily text message and making it basically, one, easy for them to do it because it's all on a cell phone. And two, we navigate the review process for them, meaning we leverage private APIs that Google's offered us to send that patient directly to Google to leave a review that can be left in 20 seconds or, or less. And so it's really, it's all about convenience. It's how convenient it is for someone who had a good experience to now leave that public review on a site that they're familiar with, like Google or Healthgrades or Facebook, and then let them get back to their day because they don't wanna spend all day leaving a review or, or completing a survey. And so that, that's really where we came in. That's where we started. We started saying, hey, businesses today live and die with online reviews. You know, whether it's buying a product on Amazon or picking a restaurant on Yelp, people look up reviews, they pick the highest rated, and that's, that's what they go with. And that's the same with providers. So we, we found that that's one of the first areas to help drive more traffic to your door is by standing out on their online reviews, which heavily impact local search on things like Google. And then from there, we you know offered those additional tools to help convert all that new traffic that you're typically getting because you're the best reviewed or you have the most reviews in your specific market. So it's probably a long answer of saying the challenge with getting positive reviews is that it's not convenient and it's not automated, people aren't gonna do it.
0: And the level of convenience is astounding. Like cause to really, like I have a computer in my pocket that I could pull out and type a review in if asked. And 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 it I could probably on my own accomplish it in a matter of minutes, but it's gotta be seconds, right? Like it's gotta yeah. be so easy. And I can't click more than two times to get into that review or else I I trail off. Is that kind of what you guys see? Are you able to see with the data, like how many clicks it takes or how much time it takes before people begin to fall off and they just give up and won't do it?
1: Yeah. I mean, the reality is a good question. The reality is, is like for every click required or every question that they have to go through before they can actually leave a review, you're going to, a huge cohort of those customers going to drop off. So every click is basically going to drop off, you know, between 12 and 20% of the potential people who could leave a review. So our whole approach is one click only directly from a text or an email. They'll be routed to whatever review sites the practice wants to send them to. And it'll basically route them directly into the feed to leave that public review. And that's, that's the beauty of it. It's one click directly in the review feed. They leave a review and they're done. Our hope is that under 45 seconds or less, they've gotten the text, they left a review and they're back, you know, reading their People magazine or whatever they were doing prior to the text coming through. And, and that's the goal for us. Because we right. know that it's convenience in today's world dominates everything should be convenient or else you're going to lose so the data just shows that the less clicks the less time the more convenient it is if it's done via cell phone it's about seven times more effective than email because people you know, are obsessed with their cell phones and we call it the 18 inch right. rule they're always 18 inches away from you know these little devices called computers in our pocket yeah and so that's just where we've primarily focused on. And we found that it's been tremendously successful for practices that are trying to drive more consistent reviews on these public sites.
0: Very nice. Tell me, you know, as you were familiarizing yourself with your target market with clinics and dental practices, what were these guys telling you? What were some of the most, I guess, creative ways you'd seen the businesses solicit reviews other than, you know, a patient satisfaction survey?
1: yeah no i mean there's there's some we've seen some wild things over over time. some of it's probably not even appropriate to talk about on a on a public podcast <laughs> but uh, um we've seen some interesting things you know what what's funny is that early on we ran into a lot of practices in all sorts of different you know sub verticals in healthcare that would basically reward their customers for leaving public reviews, so movie tickets or enter this drawing, and what's funny is they're like, hey, we don't want to pay you know, $200 a month for swell or whatever it was at the time, because that was really expensive. But then if you add up all the amount of money they're paying for people to leave reviews, it was way more expensive for them to pay for these reviews <laughs> than would have been just to implement swell. And right. so- You know, that's the funniest thing. So you start talking through ROI and how to calculate that. And, you know, sadly, there's just not enough practices that understand the concept of ROI and and really how to get the most out of the software they spend. But the reality is, is that it was frustrating, right? You're like, hey, you're spending $500 just in giveaways when you could just plug Swell in, automate it. And guess what? Your team no longer has to ask for reviews anymore, which is... The other challenge—it's—you're yes. often asking your front desk personnel and maybe it's an office manager, patient care coordinator, somebody like that—to ask a patient to leave a review before they leave the practice. And the challenge there is typically one: the team members, that that office manager or patient care coordinator, they hate doing it. It's an they awkward really exchange of saying, "Hey, can you pull out your phone and leave us a quick review?" And it—you it, know—they don't like doing it, but the the owner or doctor always you know wants them to do it and. Then it just gets awkward and then it's not a great for the patient either because they're like, hey, I just want to get back to picking up my kids at school yeah. or back to work or wherever they're going. And so we've seen a lot of that in the past and those are the type of experiences or engagements we're trying to replace and we're automating that at for these practices specifically. But yeah, mm-hmm. we see a lot of practices that have paid for reviews. We've seen a lot of practices that put like QR code scanners on, in the front desk. Right. which is not a good experience either. Like the QR codes were pretty much dead prior to COVID. COVID kind of resurrected them when it comes to menus at restaurants. Yes. And eventually they'll probably go back to being dead again. And so, you know, that's not a good experience. And, you know, these review sites are are smart. Um, sites like specifically like Google track the IP addresses of where these reviews are coming from. And let's say, for example, you allow me to get on your Wi-Fi, Jesse, you're a provider and I go to leave you a review on your IP address because you let me get on your guest Wi-Fi. And then two hours later, another patient does the same thing. Google does look at where these reviews are coming from, and if they're coming from the same IP address, they'll start blocking and and basically deleting those reviews from being posted.
0: So Because they
1: look at it as review manipulation. And so we always train on, hey, if you're going to ask someone to leave a review, make sure they're not on your Wi-Fi because that that will run into issues with sites like Google and Facebook when it comes to posting those reviews online.
0: I didn't know that. That's brand new information to me. That's really good to know because I've seen a lot of clinics like they have their review iPad at the end of the the visit. Right.
1: That's another one that was common for a while and I feel like practices are are now savvy enough to start getting away from having those designated iPads or devices that are basically, "Hey, leave us a review here and then you're you're logging into your Gmail account or your Facebook account yes. on this device that's not yours." That no one likes to do, by the way. And so that's just not a good, it's not a good patient experience. Why not mm-hmm. let them do it on their own device on their own time when, you know, they're not pressured by the front desk to leave that public testimonial. And, and, you know, those are all, in our opinion, the experiences that we're trying to replace because they're just not, they don't meet the kind of standard of experiences that patients should face today in a practice.
0: Right, right. One experience that we had, Zeke, and uh, everything you've described is kind of, described as kind of a natural evolution for a clinic. I think you'll you'll try and do raffles, you'll try and buy reviews. And it almost becomes like the discount the the coupon, like I won't go eat at this restaurant unless I get a coupon kind of thing like that. Right. That's a community that is that's the, the behavior you create, unfortunately. But we got to the point after doing all those things where the doctors even started asking for the review. And what we got was our doctors finally got brave enough to ask. It's funny because they're absolutely confident in everything else they do. But then asking for a review, it feels like they're selling something. And and the patients feel like they're being sold to. It's it's not a good experience. But even worse was they would get the confidence up. They'd ask. They'd get a very excited, yes, yeah, of course we'll do it. And then they wouldn't. And they wouldn't see a review come up. And their confidence tanked. And it was so hard for them to, to see that. So not only did you kind of put a damper on the probably good experience that the patient and the and the kid had at the doctor's office, but for nothing, for actually a negative you you came out of it feeling worse about yourself because your patient just lied to you <laughs> or you know right. passively lied to you <laughs> right so I'm right there with you I, uh, all those steps ring true to me. almost every single practice I've ever worked with is has gone through iterations of those, and so. You know, here in the close, Zeke, can you give us a little bit, a couple pieces of pieces of advice on what works, what doesn't, and how we solicit good feedback over Google?
1: Yeah, yeah. Specifically, you know, we're we're big fans of Google from a review side standpoint. It's really the site that matters the most, has the most weight, the most credibility. It'll continue to be. It definitely has the most impact on local search results. But our advice typically is this: if you're a provider or you're you know and a team member of a practice just focus on what you've been paid to do and do a really good job of that and let companies like Swell help drive the other factors there, like the review generation piece. And the reason I say this is that we find that it goes back to your main point, Jesse, where you said, you know, it's easy to get negative reviews, but hard to get good ones. And the reality is, is most of the patients that you're seeing or a practice is seeing on a given day are going to have great things to say about their experience. Yes, there's going to be a couple they had a bad experience or they waited too long, or, you know, they didn't like the outcome of the appointment, which is, it's rarely about actually treatment. We almost always find that negative reviews are related to financing, billing, insurance. Those are the three areas in healthcare where you see most negative reviews get placed. But the reality is if the provider does their job, if the team members do their job, then let's, you know, a system like Swell do their job when it comes to soliciting reviews. But when it comes to soliciting reviews, there's advantages there that we try to take. And our approach is, one, know when is the appropriate time to send a review. And we find that there's times of day that are much more effective than other times of day. So there's definitely windows where we track, hey, is it better to send it right after the appointment or is it better to send around dinner time when people are not commuting or they're at home or they're not at work? The other aspect is we all get these automated engagements now, whether it's via text message or email. And so we know when something's sent to us from, let's say like a a MailChimp or some automated marketing machine, our approach is let us personalize these invites by leveraging the data that's coming from your practice management or EHR system and make it look like a human being is actually sending out these requests for feedback. We think that's a huge differentiator from us and some of the competitors, but we also think it's a much better customer or patient experience when, you know, Jesse has a treatment and later that day, it gets asked to leave a review, and it looks like it actually came from the provider or somebody from the practice. And so where we really try to excel is saying, yes, it's automated. Yes, these are all being triggered based on some kind of integration with your EHR system or practice management system. But we can pull the data on what procedure code, what provider you met with, you know, some elements around the appointment specifically. And we can personalize those invites without the practice having to do any of that. So that when Jesse does get that invite, it's personalized based on the type of treatment he had or the provider he met with. And everything looks like it's coming from a human and not, again, an automated system. And that's that's really where we we thrive is it's the automation of personalization.
0: I love it. Say that one more time.
1: Yeah, the automation of personal. I, I coined this. The automation of personalization.
0: I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, Zeke, thank you. This has been super helpful. I hope our listeners pull something from it. Zeke, where do we get more information about Swell?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Best place is our website. Uh, that is SwellCX. So C is in Charlie, X is in x-ray.com. So SwellCX.com is a great place. You can schedule calls or demos with our team as well if you're interested in learning more. My email is Zeke at SwellCX.com. You can email me directly and I'd be happy to correspond with any listeners as well.
0: Perfect. That's fantastic. I, you know, just for our listeners' sake, my experience was extremely positive, you know, from initial interactions, going through the demo, kind of setting expectations for how to, to interface with our EHR. And then just the, the experience since then, we, the, the clinic that, that we ended up putting it into, we spent about 18 months trying to get as many reviews as possible. We didn't, we got to about 95-ish. And then within a month, of having Swell, we had gained another 40. And so just the pace of bringing them in and the consistency has been a really positive experience for us. And so definitely, you know, our, our podcast isn't meant to, to pitch anything, but it, if I can put out a good word for Swell, this is a good place to do it. So Zeke, thank you for being on and excited to talk to you in the next episode.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. And for our listeners, for any information on MedMan or Swell, check out our show notes and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Medical Management Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at MedMan.com.